Welcome to the Living the Dream podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Hello and welcome to another episode of Living the Dream with Curveball. I'm your host, Curveball. And today, we're going to talk about life lessons as I am joined by former college and NFL football player, Leon Searcy. He was a draft pick of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and we're going to talk to him about the life lessons that he learned playing. And we're also going to be talking about his book, Fourth Down and Damn. Leon, thank you so much for joining me today. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Why don't you start off by just giving a little background about yourself, anything that you might want the audience to know before we get get it kicked off? Okay, well, you know, I, I was born in Washington, D.C. I was raised in Orlando. Both of my parents were educators. My mom was a, uh, a school teacher, a principal, and a guidance counselor for over 40-some-odd years. My dad was, uh, uh, he handled all minority contracts at the Orlando uh, International Airport. Uh, so my parents were a stickler on doing the right things, discipline and all that kind of stuff. To the point where, you know, I only played one year high school football because my, my mom knew that the, in middle school, the, I was the slacker. You know, I got by on that, skated by with uh, getting C-plus averages. And my mom told me basically, you know, if you were going to high school, you know, you had to have a 3.0. So I, I spent the first couple of years of my of my high school days not playing sports. So I ended up going uh, playing football my last year, my senior year in high school. The reason why I played high school football, because uh, I actually heard a conversation that my mom was having with a school teacher. And they were trying to figure out how they were going to send me to school. So I figured that I would use football as an alternative to actually give me a scholarship to where my parents wouldn't have to pay for me to go to school. I selected the University of Miami. I played there five years. I was a three-time starter. I was a three-time national champion at the University of Miami. I won the championship in 87, 89, and 91. Ended my career at Miami as a first-team first All-American and uh, first-round pick with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I was drafted in 1992 by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Played in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 30 against the Dallas Cowboys, where we lost the game. And I'm still rehabbing from that right now. I became a free agent, signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars, and ended my career with the Miami Dolphins. So I played 11 years in the NFL. I'm a University of Miami Hall of Famer, and I'm one of the top 25 Jaguars of all time. I've coached at the collegiate level at FIU. I've been in sports talk radio for the last 10 years now, and now I'm in Jacksonville. I have my own radio show called Lunch with Leon uh, from 12 to 3 o'clock, Monday through Friday at 1010 XL. 92.5 FM, which is the flagship station of the Jacksonville Jack. Well, tell us what inspired you to write the book, Fourth Down and Damn. Well, when I, when I wrote the book, Fourth Down and Damn, it was probably one of the darkest moments of my, of my life. I was actually in a, in a motel room uh, with no family, no friends, no money. And I had to keep myself occupied. You know, they say uh, idle time is the devil's. You know, I, was, I forgot what the prize would go. Idle hands is a devil's time or however it goes. It was something like that. No, so mine is the devil's workshop. There you go. So I was in a motel room and I knew that I was going to be there for a while. And I had to keep myself preoccupied. And so what I used to do is uh, I would get up and get my workout in, walk my dogs, get me some food. I smoke a couple of cigars and then I would uh, just start working on my book. 
I had no idea that the, you know the book was ever going to be published, but it was therapeutic for me to just get a lot of stuff off my chest uh, pertaining to my life, uh, the ups, the downs, the highs and lows. So I'm, I'm not a writer. I mean, Mike's the writer. So all I would do is I would take my tape recorder and I would just record stories. I recorded stories from me growing up, you know, in D.C., in Orlando, in high school, my, my days in Miami, my times in the NFL. And I wrote notes. I kept notes of what I wanted to elaborate on uh, while I was doing the book. And when I finished it, I ended up I ended up hiring a ghostwriter to help me kind of put all my ideas in perspective. And I actually came out with the uh, the title for the book. Initially, the the title of the book was called Diary of an Athlete's Memoirs and Notes. And I remember after I finished writing the title, I was like, dang, this title sucks. So I, but when I looked at the lettering of it, Diary of an Athlete's Memoirs and Notes, it spelled out damn. So initially my book was just called Damn. And then a couple of years, uh, maybe about, maybe four or five years back, I said that, um, you know, I'm going to add the football aspect to it. So I added fourth down in front of it. So that's what came about fourth down and damn alignment story. But my book has been like a 10 year project. And, you know, quite honestly, if it wasn't for, uh, WSA, Charlie and Mike, you know, this book would have never been published. So they did, they had a great deal to do with, you know, the final input of the, the book coming to fruition. So in all your time of playing college and professional football, what are some of the best and worst life lessons you feel like you have learned during that time? Well, um, I think some of the life lessons are, and I, and I mentor to a lot of uh, young athletes, and I just tell them that you've got to play. You've got to save. First and foremost, you've got to save your money. You got to save your money like the next game is going to be your last game. And you got to understand the mentality of a football player. A football player, we're, we're programmed to think that we're bulletproof, which, which means that, that nothing can happen to us on the field or off the field. That carried over to my lifestyle. I live in a, you know, a, a elaborate lifestyle. I spent a lot of money. I made a lot of bad decisions. I helped a lot of people. And my lesson to them is just, it's a, my book is, a, is not only something therapeutic for myself, but it's also a precautionary tale to a lot of the uh, up and coming athletes that go into the NFL to, uh, you know, make sure that you handle your business. You got to treat yourself like a corporation. And unfortunately, a lot of these players, they come across a lot of sharks in the water because they're, there's your agent, there's your financial advisor, there's your accountant, there's these people that want you to invest in this, invest in that and whatever. And it's a lot of tentacles on you. And you've just got to learn how to say no. You got to learn how to do what's in the best interest of you and your family. Uh, that's, that's, that's what I learned while I was playing. Uh, what, what helped me move past the mistakes that I made when I was playing is that, um, you know, I had to take ownership. Uh, for the choices that I made and the people that I, I I invited into my life because I had you know my my first couple of years out of the league was was tremendous it was it was it was turmoil because I kept blaming this person that person that that person uh, for where I was and then uh, you know finally when I was able to take ownership for the mistakes that I made it, it empowered me because if I've made those poor decisions and now. I said that, listen, that was my fault. Now I have the power to make the changes necessary for me to get out of the, the jam that I put myself in. So that would be my life lesson. Just uh, enjoy your time in the NFL. Uh, be cautious with your money. Be cautious with the company that you keep. 
be cautious of the people that you allow in your circle, whether it be friends, family. I did the book more so to educate young athletes on some of the stuff that they're going to have to deal with so they don't make the same poor decisions that I made when I was playing. Talk about your best game that you've ever played, either in the college or the NFL, and talk about your most disappointing game. I think the, the best game that I ever played in my career was probably my, my senior year at the University of Miami. In 1991 was my senior year. That it was our last game. It was a bowl game. It was a national championship game against Nebraska. And we beat them 22 to nothing. We, won a, uh, we split the national championship with uh, Washington. And I remember after the game, you know, after the crowd was cheering, the crowd was cheering and confetti was falling. I got teary-eyed because I realized that that was going to be the last time that I ever put on the University of Miami football uniform. But it was still exhilarating because I, I ended my career at Miami with a national championship, just the same way I started my career at Miami as a freshman winning the championship. And then I won another one in 89. Now, my worst, my worst, my most disappointing game of my career was probably Super Bowl 30 when we lost to the Dallas Cowboys 27-17. Uh, to 17. We essentially lost the game because our quarterback threw two interceptions that led to touchdowns uh, because the mass majority of the game, we dominated the game. We dominated the Cowboys on first downs, time of possessing yards, passing yards, running yards. Uh, but I just remember after losing that game, I remember walking off the field and the Cowboys confetti was raining on me. And I went in the locker room and I sat, I sat in my locker and I remember the media coming up to me, asking me questions about the game. And the only words that I had to say to them was to hell with the Cowboys. And what's funny is I woke up the next morning in the hotel room about nine o'clock in the morning and I jumped out of bed. I took a shower and I was putting my clothes together and my wife at the time, Asked me, what are you doing? What, 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 why are you running about? I said, uh, I said, what are you talking about? The Super Bowls today. And she said, baby, come here, sit down. She sat me on the bed and said, sweetie, y'all lost the Super Bowl last night. So not only did I have to relive the Super Bowl for losing it the night before, but I had to relive the Super Bowl again that morning. Uh, when I didn't realize that I thought the, the game that we played against the Cowboys was a dream. And that uh, my wife had to remind me that uh, we had lost the Super Bowl that night. So I had to deal with that, not on one occasion, but on two occasions. And by the way, I got a little drunk, I got a little drunk that night, too. So that may help. Oh, I definitely understand that. Now, tell the audience how we can listen to your radio show. Tell us what it's about. I know you talked about the station, but is it online? And how can we tune in? Yeah. And how did you start the radio station? Yeah. The, the yeah, the, the radio show, uh, radio, you can actually download the app online. Uh, it's 1010XL 92.5 FM. Uh, it's the flagship station of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm on Monday through Friday from uh, 12 to 3 o'clock. Uh, it's called Lunch with Leon. So you can actually download the app if you want to listen to it. And it's sports talk radio. We deal 80% of the time we deal with uh, uh, sports pertaining to the Jaguars. And then we, we talk a little college football and a little NBA as well. So how did you get into radio? Um, well, I got into radio. I was I, I was presented the opportunity of getting into radio after uh, I was fired at, uh, at FI. I was a, I was the head office line coach at FIU, and uh, they brought in a new regime. Actually, a teammate of mine was the head coach, and he ended up firing me. It was Mario Cristobal, who's the head coach at the Oregon Ducks right now. 
Uh, he was given a job at FIU. Uh, he just wanted to start anew, so he didn't want to keep in the staff that was on before. So uh, once I lost the job there, I was I was floating around trying to figure out what to do, and I ended up I was invited to uh, the sports talk radio show down in Miami, uh, five sixty QAM, and uh, I did a great show with the guys for about an hour. You know, got paid a couple hundred bucks, and then they say, "Hey, listen, we'd like to have you on as the regular, you know, once a week." And I did it for once a week. You know, they nickel and dime me for a while. And then they had me on for twice a week and three times a week. And then when I had a nice little flow to it, uh, I just did it uh, you know, on my spare time. But I enjoyed talking sports uh, while I was there. And then uh, that kind of uh, gave me the gist of what I need, what I was, my, my future, which was in Sports Talk Radio. And then after I did Miami for a while, I went back to Orlando to take care of my mom and dad who were sick at the time. And then a teammate of mine named Dave Wydell told me that I needed to come back to Jacksonville to establish myself. And I went back to Jacksonville, got a job at 1010XL. And I've been back here the last uh, three years uh, doing Sports Talk Radio. So tell us about how we can purchase your book, how to connect with you, give out any social media information and how your book can be purchased. Uh, my book can be purchased on leoncersey.com. Or you can go to Amazon.com and type in fourth down the dam and it'll, it'll pop up. And um, my social media outlets, you can follow me on Facebook at Leon Searcy Jr. That's L-E-O-N-S-E-A-R-C-Y Jr. J-R. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Searcy underscore Leon. And then you can follow me on Instagram at L Searcy Jr. All right. Do you have any final thoughts for the audience? Just you know, any tips, uh, any upcoming players or just life lessons in general, any final? Um, well, go by the book. It's an outstanding read. Me and Mike uh, put a lot of time and effort into it. Uh, we've uh, we've gotten the number of rave reviews about the book. The book uh, actually debuted as high as number two on Amazon Hot New Releases. The book is, is doing well. Mike and I are working on the process right now of working on doing the audio books. Uh, maybe to, towards the end of this month or the first of uh, next April, uh, we'll give you a sneak peek to where uh, Mike is. Uh, he's got like 60% of the script written for a possible book. So we'll be shopping the book around, uh, the script around for a possible movie or a Netflix series. Oh, that's great. And I read the book and I tell you, I absolutely love it. Leon, I want to thank you so much for joining me today and giving my listeners some of your time. Hey, I appreciate you, Curtis. Anytime you need me on, just let me know. I'm a, I'll be available. Absolutely. When you have that movie come out, maybe we can have you on again. Listen, I'll buy the popcorn and get extra butter. Absolutely. And listeners, please be sure to follow, rate, and review after listening. Okay, cool. And, uh, you know, I also want to let the public know that I have uh, my own cigar line out as well. Uh, it's it's uh, Leon Cersei All Pro Series Cigars. You can, uh, you can purchase them uh, online at howardgcigars.com. That's howardgcigars.com. Uh, I'm also, I have, uh, I have a sports apparel line coming out this summer as well uh, for offensive linemen called Real Men Block. Uh, so I've got a, and I've got, uh, I've got a craft beer and cigar lounge uh, that uh, I'm, I'm in the process of opening up in Jacksonville called Craft 72. Uh, so I've got some uh, I got some projects out there. So if you're ever in Jacksonville, uh, you can come out at. Absolutely. Appreciate it.
All right, Chris, appreciate it. Thanks for having me on your show. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream. Dream.